0: Welcome to today's episode of the Lean Unleashed podcast, where we get to explore everything about unleashing your ideal lean body, your focused mind, and enhanced sense of being through the experience of health and fat loss. Now, Today's episode is going to be a bit different than what we've been talking about in our recent episodes. We've been covering a lot of Ins and outs about uh, nutrition, and you know how to feed your body properly. What e- results you can expect to see once you've been following a plan um, effectively. Now, something that came up lately in the polls and, you know, in in the media is uh, is this I- idea of of um, you know getting by on low sleep. And there's been quite a few questions revolving around. The lack of sleep and why sleep has, you know, any relation to our fat loss journey. Well, I got curious about this myself because I remember when, you know, years ago, uh, I was in high school, also going through college years later after that, um, dealing with lack of sleep and thinking i could just get by on on low fumes when i had a terrible night's sleep but i still had things to do and uh i'm just going to share my experience and also some research that i've you know done with the homework that i put myself through recently and i got to tell you the 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 research that i have come across is pretty critical for our fat loss endeavors So this episode is going to be basically why sleep is a crucial factor when it comes to our fat loss desires and fat loss methods. Um, I'm going to kick it off with some, a few facts here that, you know, many leading experts have found. I'm definitely not an expert. Uh, but I'm definitely here to share with you some insightful information and I definitely hope it helps. So here we go. Uh, first point that I want to cover is that Basically, what I found is, is that the better sleep you get leads to a better experience of dropping uh, body fat levels, and it's because when our body is experiencing deep sleep cycles, it's repairing itself, and it's tapping into the fat storages of our body's cells so that it can repair and rebuild itself better than it was the previous day. You'll notice that you get a great night's sleep, you feel so much more rejuvenated, so much more refreshed. And that has a lot to do with um, metabolic repairs and just overly overall bodily functions that, um, that work so much better when you have had a good night's rest. It's also huge for regenerating cells and repairing damaged tissue from our daily stressors um, with, with vital aging. You know, through the days of our lives, we age, we come into contact with, you know, different conflicts in the environment, such as, you know, bad food, bad substances, um, toxins, toxic substances that create more uh, intensified toxins in our bodies. And uh, sleep definitely helps to, to aid you in keeping off those things that you don't want. Interacting with your body. You know, when we're talking about fat loss, we want to make sure that our hormones are optimized so that whatever process we are finding ourselves in, through the entire process of the big picture of fat loss, you know, that things are as easy as possible. We don't want to be always hungry trying to drop fat. We don't want to be, you know, in need of sleep when we, uh, having to go hit the gym for a big workout and sleep is even more important to you know rest and recover from our daily activities that I mentioned you know you're probably somebody that's got a job that is you know an 8 to 10 hour workday maybe even longer 12 to 14 hours maybe you work in a factory and you have to go you have to put your, your physical body through some tough labor To get through your daily work shift uh, that's not going to be something that you want to take lightly if you need to rest and recover Um, especially if you're doing strenuous exercise with your you know fat loss uh, goal oriented program that you're doing that involves tough training routines um, and you know intense physical movement so with the time that we deserve involving quality sleep we need to be able to give ourselves that time So that we can really, you know, regenerate and rejuvenate our body cells, our mind, and our overall overall metabolism. And when I say metabolism, I'm talking about all the systems that, you know, lead to lower body fat levels and a much better regulated experience within our physical body. Like I said, we don't want to be feeling stressed and tired when we you know, value happiness and energy and vitality. If you're listening to this podcast, you definitely value your health. You definitely value feeling energized. You know, and this, this podcast is um, a whole aim to get you an energized fat loss experience so that every day you can wake up and you can feel absolutely amazing about your body and about yourself as a whole. Let's not drift off too far from this. Uh, let's keep going why sleep is important. So, sleep is a crucial factor with our fat loss because uh, neurologically, our brains naturally clean out unnecessary toxins and waste products from its uh, neurocircuitry. And its overall brain centers get actually declouded when we sleep. So, basically, we think clearer, we have more mental clarity and we have a lot less you know, brain cloudiness and fogginess in the morning if we get a good night's rest. And I notice that when I don't get to sleep in my normal environment, you know, like in my apartment I have my blackout curtains, I have um, my yellow Himalayan lamp that creates a nice dim atmosphere while I'm trying to wind down before I go to sleep. Um, if I have to sleep somewhere else, that, you know there's light coming in through the window origin like regularly, and it's a it's a bright room I'm trying to sleep in um I've done a lot of research on you know how important it is to sleep in the actual darkness. the more darkness you can get the uh the more your cells can actually be repaired because you're getting a deeper quality sleep um and i I've noticed that too it's like I said if I go somewhere. And with my experience, like I went and stayed with my, my, uh, my family, um, about six hours South of me and my wife, um, just like a month ago. And we did not get the greatest sleep. Honestly, it was a stressful trip. And I think it had a lot to do with, you know, the, the low quality of sleep I was, I was getting. Um, and I slept like a baby when I got back to my original environment in my apartment with my wife, um. And another point I, I want to make in, in the research that I you know, came up with was that uh, our hormones in the body, they become even more misaligned that cause stressful interruptions to our mind and our bodily systems when we are dealing with a lack of quality sleep on a daily or even weekly basis. So this really only leads to more physical sabotage and unhealthily malfunctions within our body throughout our daily lives. From a hormonal perspective, it also keeps human growth hormone from releasing in a rejuvenated bloodstream of our overworked body. Now, if you don't know, human growth hormone is huge. It's probably one of the most critical hormones that your body can secrete and release within the bloodstream to promote more fat loss and even, you know, maintained muscularity within your physical body your muscle depends on a high metabolism and aligned hormones in order to stay maintained and even um if you want to gain muscle like you've got to have the right things in place in order for the that science to take into effect and for you to take advantage of that science in that process if you want more muscle if you want to lose more fat I'm here to tell you that if you can, if you can hit that challenge from, you know, a hormonal perspective, meaning that you're taking your hormones into account, your fat loss journey is going to be much easier because I remember when my health was not in order and I was trying to master this fitness thing. um, That was the biggest thing that was stressing me out was that I was not losing fat. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm doing all the right things. I'm I'm sleeping. I'm you know eating my five meals a day that I need. Well, funny then back then I wasn't getting uh the quality sleep that I thought I was getting. And I had I had a lot to learn. Okay, moving forward. Um I want to talk about you know the metabolism and how this relates with sleep. Okay, so we all heard that you crash diets slow down our metabolism. Well, what if I told you that to sleep encourages a crash metabolism? It's actually correlated to inadequate sleep periods that, we're, that we get and the lack of sleep that we're not getting. This does contribute to a crash metabolism indeed, and it's because the thyroid gland that actually is the master hormone or master endocrine gland of our bodily system, it governs our metabolism and it becomes less stimulated from that lack of sleep and it brings our metabolism to really a consistent screeching halt. And uh, our functioning metabolic process that needs to be consistent uh, completely gets stopped while we're living in zombie mode due to a lack of sleep. On top of that, the body becomes much less sensitive and even more resistant to the body's insulin. Now, if you don't know what insulin is, It's basically the hormone that manages your blood sugar levels within your body. If your blood sugar gets too high, it can really have some negative effects on your mood and on your overall health as a whole. Uh, When your body is more insulin resistant, this encourages more fat to be stored within your body. And it also causes a mismanagement of your blood sugar Within the bloodstream. So if you see people with diabetes and things like that, it's because they're insulin resistant and their their insulin is not working the way it needs to within their body. This is all correlating to a lack of sleep, mind you. When you're dealing with you know hours of lack of sleep, and I'm talking just a few days, the body does become much more insulin resistant and much less sensitive to it. You see people in the fitness space, it's actually much easier to master your fitness when your body is more sensitive to insulin. You'll hear things like insulin sensitivity and better blood sugar management. That all has to do with a good balance of your metabolism. And it also encourages insulin to work the way it needs to, the way it our bodies are meant to uh, utilize insulin. If you see why people get diabetes, it's really because they've trained their body to secrete so much insulin that their, their body is really running out of that capacity because our we can only put our body through so much when we put ourselves in a stress overloaded state such as a lack of sleep or such as lots of sugar and uh you know blood sugar spikes from our diet especially eating foods that encourage blood sugar spikes and lots of sugar induced junk food will do this uh the point i'm trying to make is that when we're putting our body through too much overload through stress through lack of sleep through bad food through any kind of environmental toxin anything that really blocks our hormonal functioning Then we're going to be dealing with bigger problems, bigger problems such as diabetes, you know, autoimmune diseases. When you've got a slow metabolism, you've got to really be careful on how you are regulating yourself. If you're somebody who's definitely, you know, uh, valuing fat loss, then I hope you're listening because it's really important on how you take care of yourself throughout the day. Let's finish up the episode with a little bit more research I came up with sleep lack of sleep. Um, you know, finally, a, uh, when you're dealing with lack of sleep, a continued choice to avoid quality sleep increases your chances of free radicals. Now, free radicals occur when essentially your, uh, your cells molecules aren't functioning properly when they're trying to rebuild themselves. Um, you'll have something such as, uh, it's a certain individual molecule that's not combining with, you know, other needed molecules to create fat loss and muscle maintenance to where you've got these these individual free molecules swimming around in your uh, bloodstream and they're looking for bacteria to attach to. They're looking for things that can make you ill, that can make you, you know, even more um, experience with inflammation that can increase your inflammation is what I meant to say um, and this really leads to un- uncontrollable sl- stress and a weakened immune system which both serve to do nothing but deregulate your overly you know bodily regulation if your body's not regulating itself properly then basically you can Correlate that back to, you know, the rise of free radicals that are being active in your body. They're causing the uncontrollable stress and your weakened immune system. And really what all this does is this keeps you from living out, you know, the experience of daily fat loss and sustaining your focus on this journey. I mean, think about it. If you're dealing with a lack of mental clarity and you're dealing with, fat storage how easy is your journey going to be if you're trying to lose 20 even 30 pounds of fat hell even 10 pounds most people they want to lose 10 pounds of fat because they think that's going to give them the ultimate pleasure when the holidays come around or when you know it's beach season that's the thing we got to set ourselves up to win and what basically this i hope this episode has inspired you to think about how much sleep you are actually getting and you know, how you approach sleep. Now let's talk about some strategies to, you know, combat these problems to, to actually get better sleep. Uh, a really great book I recommend for any of you guys listening to this episode would be Sean Stevenson's 21 Strategies to Sleep Smarter. Um, it's his book that he came out with after he became super ill, um, if, you know, from a horrible accident. Uh, It was actually an autoimmune disease that that really stopped him from being able to walk properly. Uh, Very sad story. Great book. I recommend it. Um, The main points I got from that book when I read it was that one of the best ways we can think about our sleep is to see each previous morning of any day of our, you know, start of our sleep cycles as the start of that sleep that occurs before that following night. Basically, what I'm saying is if you wake up in the morning, I want you to see your sleep cycles as the start, you know, of that same day previously, that is previously before the night you go to sleep. So, for example, you know, you wake up at 7.30 a.m., 8 o'clock a.m. I want you to see the sleep cycle that you're going to get that following night, you know, as the beginning of that morning the reason why is because there's been a lot of research and this is also in the book as well there's been a lot of research on um you know how much natural light you get from the sun if you if you don't subject your you know your eyes to the light that you get from the sun you have a hard time sleeping that following night because your body thinks that you know, it could be the wrong time of day to go to uh, the wrong time of the day or the wrong time of night to go to sleep. So what he recommends in the book is that if you're working in the office, you know, that's in the corner of the building, um, just open the windows. And if you don't have any windows, you know, there's I don't recommend this, but there's biohacking ways that you can actually get natural sources of light, you know, into your body, these senses. Uh during the time you're working during the time that you you know maybe can't get that light but the best thing you can do is go outside if you wake up at 8 a.m go outside at 8 30 9 o'clock a.m when the sun rises and just get you know a half an hour go for a little walk get a half an hour of sunlight exposure before you go to sleep the following night i guarantee you that this will help you produce more melatonin which is the the actual hormone in your body that sends messages to your body that it's time to sleep. If you notice that when you wind down, you get drowsy when you're tired, it's because melatonin is being secreted through your body to the point where your brain is getting the message, it's time to go to sleep. So there's many more strategies. Like I said, his book goes over 21 different strategies. Um, Main good ones, I would say to get you started, this is the best thing you can do. If you listen to this episode this far, I appreciate it. I really do. It's been about 20 minutes that I've taken of your time Hopefully, you're in the car doing something important. Um, You know, going to work or you're going for a walk and you're actually getting that sunlight that I was talking about. So that's one strategy you can do. One thing you can put into action right now. The second thing you can do to put into action to sleep better, and once again, this is in that book that I recommend, Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson. Check it out if you haven't. Um, I'm not an affiliate or anything. I just really believe in that book and a lot of the other books I've read on sleep. You know, same stuff that he that he says, same stuff that he serves and proposes in that book. But the second thing you can do, definitely, is to get some kind of blackout system. What I did uh, was I invited my wife to go to Walmart with me and actually get three different sizes of blackout curtains. We weren't sure exactly which size we needed for our windows. Uh, We were also in the process of moving. So it was kind of like, whoa, you know, uh, what should we actually get for our blackout? routine well we ended up getting some curtains that were big enough for our window and we put some other curtains that came with our apartment when we moved in um you know behind those so that now we have two blackout curtains that cover our main bedroom window and then we have the drapes that serve as the you know curtain coverage um, and it's just right behind our bed that blocks that entire window I noticed that I've slept so much better in the past two weeks since we've done this. And I highly recommend it to you guys. Um, definitely get some blackout curtains. They're less than 20 bucks at Walmart. If you want to go and get some good quality ones, um, then definitely do your window shopping for those. Um, and just make sure you can hang them up safely. So that would be the best thing I could do to recommend that. Um, now one last thing I want to say, uh, like I said, I've, I've read at least like three books on, you know, the main topic of sleep. Another one I came across was um, by Elliot Holtz. In his book, King, he talks about how important it is to sleep at the right time in the right hours of the day. Now, to simplify a long section of that book, basically what he said was that if you go to sleep from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., you're getting much better quality of sleep. Because of the time of day that you're putting your body through those sleep cycles, rather than somebody who's going to sleep from 1 a.m. Uh, to 9 a.m. So if you have a friend that's going to bed at like you know, 2 a.m. and waking up at 10, 10.30, and you're somebody who's going to bed at 9.30 p.m., waking up at 5.30 or 6 a.m. in the morning, you're getting much better sleep. You're getting much better quality of sleep even though you're getting the same quantity. So I offer you that philosophy. I invite you to think about you know, quality of sleep versus quantity of sleep. Don't worry about getting your eight hours. Just, Just put the blackout curtains up, get some sunlight in the morning, and definitely see if you can go to bed just a half an hour earlier than you did the night before. That's a bonus one if you've been going to bed super late, like past midnight. Um, and the reason for this is because essentially the fact of sleep is this. If you can get to bed before midnight, every single hour serves as two hours before the time of midnight. Um, I read this by a man named, uh, John Berardi. He's one of the main leading guys on nutrition and you know, health overall health and fitness um his company is precision nutrition but I, I thought i was so profound when he said that in his uh in his course he says that if you can go to bed you know at 10 well you're getting basically four hours on top of what somebody would be going to bed at midnight is getting because you're going to bed just two hours earlier if you can double that by going to bed at that time, you're doubling that automatically because you're getting the better quality of sleep. Okay. Uh, Now this has been going on for quite a while, 25 minutes. We're going to, we're going to leave this episode at that. I hope this was helpful. And this is really why sleep is a crucial factor in your fat loss journey. Maybe listen to this again. Hopefully I was clear enough on, you know, the interactions of your body's metabolism the misalignment of your hormones and the <clears throat> the brain fog and the mental interruption that your brain deals with when you're dealing with a lack of sleep. So just remember that next time you decide to live your day in zombie mode. And the next time you get invited to go to a party, that's going to last maybe till 2, 3 a.m. And you've got, you know, something to do at 8 a.m. the next morning. Really ponder on that. And I just invite, I invite you to value your sleep and the quality of your sleep. Over the quantity of your sleep you know over all of the invitations that you get uh, that involve the waking hours of your day all right hope this was helpful um, take care guys and we'll see you in the next episode until then be lean and unleashed take care